We got the truth. We got the truth. We got the truth. A small business. We got the truth. We got the truth. We got the big truths of small business. Sponsored by Yes I Rent. Yes I Rent. Yes I Rent. Property management. Place good tents and collect your rent. Maintain your properties and account for it. Truth. We got the truth. We got the truth. We got the big truth. A small business sponsored by SIRENT. Hello, everyone. This is Joe. Whoa, there I am. Hello, everyone. This is Joe Watkins. And this is the big truths of small business. I have my co-host, Travis Castle, with me. Wow. And we've got a topic today that I think is a little different for the show, Travis. Yes. Um, maybe a little more sobering. And, and again, I think most of you guys know that the shows come out of where we are and where we've been. And this is just some things we've been thinking about. We've got some real, real stuff going on inside of this. We thought we just need to talk about it. And uh, today's show is called The Art of Reconciliation. And we, we just thought this to be a powerful subject matter in your personal life, but it's just as true in your business life. And so we believe there, you know, in fact, who you are and what you are and what you think really doesn't change with your business hat on or your, your home hat on. So most of what we talk about is pre pretty applicable both ways. And so this one is uh, just a topic we thought we'd bring to the table, Travis. Well, your, you know, your business is very much a relationship, mm. right? So anything we discuss in terms of relationship is a one-to-one -one ratio, I think, with dealing with your business. You know, the people within your business, the relationships within your business, but then your business yourself. I mean, I don't know how many people we talk to that own small businesses and the relationship that they have with that business is out of whack and, and frankly, in need of reconciliation. And a lot of times your business is out of whack because you as a business owner may be out of whack with some relationships. No doubt. In your business. If you're out of whack with relationships at home, that's going to affect you personally, which is going to absolutely affect your business. So we're talking about reconciliation today, and I think it's a, a topic that I uh, recently came back from a trip where we got to meet Dan Arsenault. We'll be putting him on the show soon, um, where we had some pretty uh, in-depth conversations around reconciliation. He's a pastor, and uh, he has a a, a church, not his main church is not this, but his, his sort of ministry is a church for the skeptics. And, uh, and boy, he can talk some, some philosophical stuff in that Bible that, that just really is cool. Cause it's, it's really about learning how, you know, history and philosophy and science, you know, is it, is, is all the things we use to defend Christ and believing in Christ. And so that's what his church for the skeptics is. And through that, we talked about reconciliation and that, that, that sort of has been on my mind since then. And 
hence the show. And so Dan's not afraid of the tough questions. I get, I get that sense. Definitely not. Yeah, he, we, he invites them. We, we need some listener questions. And, and he's coming up. We're going to have him okay. on a show right. to be soon. I, we I don't think we've announced this. Let's talk about this. Okay. We have a new part of our show that's getting picked up two more. No, Two days from now, Friday morning, we have a what will be our travel trailer. Extraordinaire. We're taking this show on. The We're road. going mobile, guys. We're it is gonna be a mobile podcast video cast studio the big truths is on wheels and headed to your city you better believe it and it is going to be exciting we we don't know how we're going to get any other work done because the big truths is really blowing up and and by popular demand we're coming to you so now you've said that you got to give a little i mean th- this is an rv that we've purchased this is a 28 foot uh, I'm not going to give you all the specs on it, but it's a 28-foot travel trailer, bumper pull travel trailer that has a, a bathroom, a kitchen, and a whole cavernous area in the back for toy hauler that we're going to convert this toy hauler section to a mobile video cast studio where we have, I mean, professional-grade equipment installed, cameras installed, um, audio we're going to be able to do uh, on-site podcasts like the TV guys do. I mean, that's that's what we're going to do, and we're excited it's about that. It's going to be fun, man. Oh, it's man. Gonna it's, going to, it's going to take some time to get it set up and get it outfitted and all that, but it will. Uh, it's, going, it's going to change our ability to go to guests that, uh, that, you know, I get we can do, you know, over the phone, and we have, but it's nothing like being right there. Well, well by the way, this also, for, for the listeners, this is – Part of the commitment in the big truths, we don't take the name of the show lightly, right? No. I mean, we thought about this a little bit. So, you know, this is in search of the truth, right? It is. And and if you're going to really, if the idea is I'm really going to try and figure this thing out, I'm really going to try and search for the big truths of small business, sometimes I got to go where they are. Yeah, and we're going we're gonna to do some stuff online. We have not been, you know, online big time yet, uh, but we're getting prepared. But we're going to do some some stuff where businesses can apply to be that 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 business that's interviewed on the big truths, and you know it's going to be great for their business and new exposure for their business. But it'll also you know we're crafting what that interview process will look like as far as it's going to be an online interview type process that they can fill out because we want the gems, man. We want to bring the gems, the nuggets, the gold. To our audience. And so that's coming. That's some exciting stuff uh, that we're doing. So getting back to the art of reconciliation. Um, why in the world do we not reconcile to begin with, Travis? Why, why do people let years and years and years go by with a broken relationship? Well, I, I think the premise behind that is there is a false narrative. There's a false trade-off that takes place in our heads when we do this. So we decide that this person is not, maybe they're not in, in, in our day-to-day anymore, or maybe we can extract them, get them out of our day-to-day, 
right? And we don't have to deal with them or with that situation or with that, that problem that they brought or that we brought. And so it just becomes easier. I mean, you know, we, we run from pain as human beings. I mean, we don't want to be I don't like conflict. We don't want, mm. we don't want conflict. So Makes but us th- uncomfortable, yeah. there's a, there's a deal with the devil made there though. There is. When I begin to shun conflict, whether it's in my business, my relationships, there's a, there's a trade-off. And that trade-off is I'm a little lesser than if I would have leaned into the conflict or into the problem and actually tried to resolve it. And that's, that's, what, that's, that's the part you and I are focusing on today. But the, the, the hidden part, the idea that there's an option here and I don't have to do this and there's no pain associated, that's the, that's the false part that we tell ourselves. Yeah, and I can also say that in, in, a, in a, a relationship that you feel like needs to be reconciled, the other party may not, may not think that. They may not think that there's any issue. That's right. They may think that things are normal. And you, you're sitting here holding this, this burden, and, and because of it, you're not even communicating with them, and they take that as the, the, the offense because you were the one that were always the one reaching out anyway, and all of a sudden you stopped reaching out. And I think most entrepreneurial type of people who would listen to this, this show and would be talking about this would be fairly similar to you and me, which, you know, a lot of times you're the person pushing the relationship. You're, yeah, absolutely. You're, you're, we're type A's, we're yeah, driven. That's right. So, so a lot of my relationships, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm pushing. You're I'm, the primary. I'm staying yeah. in the game with that. So when all of a sudden I stop, that does too. That's exactly right. And it doesn't mean that, that, that these folks are, are don't don't want to be in the relationship. It just means you, you're you're the driver. Their skill set was never to drive the relationship, right? right? So when you, even if you make that decision. To, I'm not going to be the driver. I'm not intentionally going to do anything. But what I am going to do is I'm not going to be the one facilitating everything. It's not always going to happen at my house. It's not always, you know, it's not always going to be at uh, at my direction. Well, they, you know, they can take that as kind of being shunned or being discounted in in a lot of ways because you've been that person in the past, right? Now it it can range from that to let's be honest. I mean, I think what we're really talking about here is somebody did me wrong. And I perceive that I have been hurt. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut that person out of my life. Or you did somebody wrong. That's right. And there's guilt and shame around it. Yep. And, and you, you, you back away from that standpoint, too. You know there's some broken there that you've done and you've not leaned into that's exactly it. So, right. it's, yeah, it's usually, usually, usually that's the case. Um, so when, when – what we're what we're gonna espouse today is is if you are if you have any relationships that your heart of hearts you know are broken in any way, if you're the one that knows if you if you know that it's broken and you feel like it's broken, the onus is on you to, to reconcile. Well, and I, I think that this is not them, but you. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is the muscle that we want to focus on. And, and people go, you know, why were you guys talking about this psycho babble or whatever? How does this relate back to small business? Well, to me, it's one-to-one because, again, I go back to your small business. I go back to your customer a lot of times. You know, say, look, let's be honest. Sometimes people are hard to serve. <laughs> Some, sometimes the customer is not giving you the full credit for what you're doing. Maybe they're not paying what you think they ought to 
they ought to pay. I mean, there's there's lots of ways to relate this back to you serving somebody who you feel like maybe you're not adequately adequately getting compensated for. Well, and and because we're going back to to why these relationships we're still at why these relationships are broken why why we hadn't fixed them yet. You know, a lot of times it's uh, I've I've done something. Let's say I've done I, I, I gave a, a buddy a car. I've done something of significant value, and I just what I got back from that what the, was not what I expected. Right? It was did, did I not just give him a car? <laughs> Why is he operating like that was no big deal? And because we had an expectation, and so I think what we're going to talk quite a bit about misplaced expectations here because a lot of the brokenness comes from a, an inaccurate expectation you've placed on the relationship. Maybe you see it very differently than they see it and that's okay, but you didn't recognize it. And this is not a, um, although reconciliation does mean balance and we're going to talk about balance. All relationships, they're ebb and flow. Well, I mean, you can't, have debits and credits that you can't be you can't Absolutely. be watch you can't be watching those things. I, I I think that's the trap here. And you know, as you say that, hey, I give you a car, man. I think that rings true. You know, I mean, if I give you two dollars, in my mind, perhaps it feels like I gave you twenty. In your mind, maybe you needed a hundred, right? <laughs> and and so I mean, everything is you know. Th- I think this start again, man. I don't know. We we mention it every show. Everybody probably gets tired of hearing it, but I think this starts with the self awareness concept, or, or maybe not even self awareness. Maybe relational awareness might be a better term, to where you understand that the party you're dealing with, the party maybe you're feeling a little disconnected with here, you you go ahead and acknowledge that the way they actually see it, right or wrong. We're putting that aside, I think, as an important part of this for, for a minute. Right or wrong, they're not necessarily seeing seeing it exactly as you're seeing it. Not even close. Right. I mean, we're, we're different people. I mean, and what makes us so applicable to business is, is uh, I was, we were having a conversation with Don that works with us the other day, and and he, he said, if, if and we were talking about my daughter, Hannah, who works f- for us, he said, if I can get her to understand how people operate, and 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 put her in a in a more controlling understanding of how people think and operate, then the expectations can really change, and 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 what you can get out of people really changes. And so, I think we're exposing here in this show that that people do think very differently and view things differently. So, you know that that is a, a huge reason why reconciliations don't occur. But if you sense there's any brokenness, it is on you to reconcile. We're going to talk about why you should reconcile. Um, we talked about the why nots, but why it doesn't happen. But let's talk about why you should. Well, let's run through real quick before we hit that. And you and I did this. I mean, we should have let everybody know. I mean, I think it's important. We did this right before the show. As Joe and I were talking about this, you know, I'm kind of quizzing Joe and and. Sometimes it's hard to think back, you know, as you get older, man, and, and, and time moves on so much quicker and you begin thinking back, you know, five years ago, seems like two weeks ago to old guys like, uh, like you and me. So as, as we're thinking about back about this stuff, you know, some people may say, well, I don't have anybody. I mean, I, I feel like I, no, no, I got everybody. I reckon. Well, think of it in terms of this. Is there anybody 
who may feel like they're out of relationship with you. You may not feel that way, but they may feel that way. And you go, well, how would I know that if I don't feel that way? Well, is there somebody you used to talk to on a regular basis that you don't talk to anymore? Is there somebody that you used to go eat lunch with, hang out with, go to the ball game with, share secrets with, problems with, who you don't do that with anymore? Well, well, at some point there was a change that happened, and I, and I think what we're saying here is let's let's be let's be aware that it could be you don't feel a certain way, but they do. That's right. right? So here's let's, we're gonna go through the whys of uh, why to reconcile. Uh, uh, that we've come up with. Um, I think that when when there's broken relationships, there is a piece of you left, a broken piece of you left in that relationship. Um, you mentioned earlier that you, you can't move on. You cannot move on when there's a broken piece of you in that relationship. Now, we all leave pieces of us in relationships. That's what makes great relationships. But broken pieces of us in that relationship. Um, that's very hindering to, to us personally. If, if we are leaving a lot of broken pieces of ourselves in other people. Um, I think that's a, a powerful reason. You have comments on that one? Well, I mean, I, you know, look, I mean, I, I think this, a lot of this is about, and, and I think it's okay in some ways to view this as selfish. We think of the term selfish as negative, but it, it, when I'm thinking about this and leaving parts of, of myself in old relationships, it, it means it's, I'm kind of stuck in the mud with some of these old relationships, right? I mean, it's hard for me to move on and be the person that I want to be when there's something unresolved, Right. And again, as, as we're talking about this, this is all to me a metaphor about small business and, and, and you know, not resolving things and pretending that things that, you know, are real aren't yeah, actually you, there. You made me think about it, just an example that's real. That I think everybody can identify with if if you're dating somebody and they really hurt you in some way because you revealed something about yourself that you do in relationships. Right. As you get. You know, more trust, you reveal more. You reveal something, and you and you wait to reveal that because you know that could be a a, a a bounce back from a relationship, and that and that person rejects you out of you revealing that. Well, what do you do? You you chalk this up and you go, I'm not going to reveal that again. So that's where the leaving it behind is a problem. That's right. You've not reconciled what happened there because a lot of times the the, the reality is. It's, it's the other person that has the real problem. And by not reconciling what's going on and, and what your emotions uh, were at the time and dealing with that, you now take that as to mean I, I can't, I, I no longer can do that anymore. I no longer can leave that with somebody. Mm-hmm. And that's dangerous. That's dangerous. I, I think it is. I, I think it's also entirely appropriate to say in this context of this conversation that it's it's okay to have relationships that are broken that are appropriately broken so 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 you know what do i mean by that again you kind of brought up a good point and you know dating and so you and i have kids who are you know frankly turning into young adults and dating they think they are and they think they are anyway and they're and and the dating the the stakes oh god it's approaching halloween by the way (laughs) 
the stakes get higher the older you get, right, as, as far as the way kids see it. So, I mean, it's appropriate to look at something. You know what? We're not a match. Or, you know what? I'm not ready for that. I don't think that's what we're discussing. I think what we're discussing is that, and we all know it, and I think we universally have it, that person who we did invest in and they did invest in, there was a trade-off that took place. Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, Th- yeah. Those are the ones that hurt the worst. Those are the ones that are the worst. I mean, you, you've invested. You laid it on the line. They laid some stuff on the line. Right. And then... And, and we keep going back to this. This becomes a weekly conversation between Joe and I, which is expectations. You know, I mean, it, it, I think that goes back to perhaps one party had expectations, the other party didn't, and those expectations weren't met. And I think that's kind of the... That's kind of part of what we're talking. Now, it could be more overt from that. It could be just a definite knockdown, drag out. <laughs> you know, you said your piece, they said theirs, and you're not talking anymore, right? I mean, it could go from that extreme to the unsaid expectation was not met. Yeah, so leaving that broken piece and that relationship, broken piece of you, it can it can prevent you from moving forward. It can stunt your growth. It can prevent you from from... from opening up to others. So that, that is a good reason why to reconcile. Um, another one here, we'll bring a, a little bit of a, I say Buddha talks, Buddhism talks a lot about peace and harmony and balance. The term reconciliation means, I mean, just think about it in accounting terms. It means balancing your books at the end of the month. If I've got outstanding credits or I got more credits than I have assets, uh, I've got a problem here. I've got an unreconciled, an unbalanced accounting set of books. And if you're running a business, not reconciling your books is a recipe for death, you know, for disaster. I, I would like at least some minimum credit for using this analogy. Can, can I? Travis brought that analogy in before the show. I appreciate that. And part, part, part of the reason I brought that analogy in is I've always struggled, frankly, reconciling books uh, with, with my, you know, my previous small business. But yeah, you're right. I mean, at some point, you know, you don't. It's balance. This goes back to, I think, the original point to me, which is you don't escape this stuff. You know, if, if the decision is I'm not going to reconcile my books, well, guess what? You don't have any clue where you're really at. Right, I mean, it, the, there will be, by the way, a reconciliation of your books. It, it'll either be at your hand or the IRS's or some governing authority, or your door's hand. shut, or your door's shut. Right, and so I think again, relating this back to relationships, you can pretend that you're not uh, hurt, or they're not hurt, or that you haven't talked in three years, and all you know, all that. Because you can keep pretending that, but you know, the reality is, there's a trade-off. You're missing out. Uh, on on that relationship and all the fruit that you enjoyed at at one point with that relationship. Yeah, so this this idea of creating balance, um, I think what we're talking about here is balance in your life. If if you know, I'm just gonna. This just came to my mind. Why does alcoholism exist outside of sort of the the, the physiological issues that some people have? Well. They work hard, they get stressed out, they have broken relationships. They offset that with alcohol, okay? That's how they've created balance in themselves. As, you, as more brokenness occurs, as more debt occurs, again, when somebody you know, 
increases their personal financial debt to the point of, of I can't handle anymore. That's right. There's an offset to this. That's right. You know, eventually it's paid off or I, I'm offsetting this with something else so I don't explode. That, it may be smoking weed. It may be drinking. Right. It may be, and all of a sudden you're now, you took one extreme and, you, and you, you've off put it to another extreme. So balance is important. You don't emotional. Es- we're talking about so in the in the world of relationships, we're talking about emotional balance. You, you, you don't escape it. I think is the point. You yeah. can you can kid yourself. It's coming for you. Yeah, you, you you can kid yourself, but to your point, there's going to be an outlet for it. You're going to balance the scales. Now you may not balance it by calling the guy up or the or the the gal up and and reconciling things and going through the process that we're going to discuss here in a minute. But you're going to go through a process. And oftentimes, I think what you and I are, the reason we did this show is the, is the, the counterbalance to this. It, frankly, a lot of times it's ugly. Yeah. Let, what we're talking about is, is when you have a little bit more control over the reconciliation process. That's right. That's right. Because if you let it go too far, then the counterweight's going to come in that you don't know is coming. Yeah, the worst thing you can do is ignore this. And, and then you're going to try to figure out why have I gained 50 pounds? Why am I stopping and buying a case of beer on the way home every day? Why, why am I doing these things to fill some hole in my life? So kind of going off the emotional uh, side of this, because that's this emotional, this emotional balance or this emotional peace. Um, it, it, it removes up your emotional built up baggage when you reconcile. Sometimes we don't, you know, I mean, who, the counselors right now here in Atlanta, Georgia, at least South Atlanta, they're making $150 an hour. Booked. Every hour of the day, they're booked. What are they dealing with? They're dealing with primarily your imbalanced emotional baggage. You have basically let things stack up. And by the way, you didn't let the floor in your house not get clean stack up that's not that that doesn't send you to the the counselor it's relationships always relationships you've let these these broken relationships and 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 even continue to break relationships stack up to the point where you're going to counseling and so it's emotional baggage and so reconciling you want to stay out of the counselor's office Reconcile your relationships. Well, so so I had a, a pastor years ago, and he said he said something to me. It was so when he said it, it's like, well, there, there's some undeniable truth. So I'll pass it along. He said, you know, you've been you've been married three times, four times, five times. He said, uh, and you're looking for a pattern. And you know, why why am I getting married? Why am I getting divorced? Man, there's one pattern to all those things, and it would be me. You, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, so, so, you know, I, I seem to be involved over and over and, and so I'll share this. I mean, it's part of what we do here. You know, I had probably th- at one time here very recently, three relationships that I would describe as like, these were like relationships I counted on that over the years at separate times. Okay. One at the same, it wasn't one event, but over time I found myself not talking to these people, no communication with People who were, I was intimately involved. I mean, I, I was sharing life's journey with these people. And so, again, I kind of had to look in the mirror and go, okay, wait a minute. 
Well, I could make a case for each one of these. What is the one consistent factor out of the three? You. It's me. It's me. Man, I mean, that's that's Man. very. By, by the way, that sucks. That's sobering. <laughs> that, that that sucks. But but one of the things I looked at and I said, okay, let's think about this. What am I? You know, irregardless of details, I am not valuing those people on the level that I should have. Okay, so in the moment, there may be something I could speak about in terms of a specific something, but over time, not reconciling with those people, irregardless of who is right or wrong, as, as individuals made in God's image, I didn't have the value for those people that I should have had. So I had to come to that you know, conclusion and kind of look at that for what it is and and we'll get into uh, well, I mean, that, reconciling here. That is the 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 last why I was going to bring up okay. is when when um, when you reconcile with a broken relationship, then you're communicating to them in any form that you're going to reconcile that that they're worthy, that they're valuable, right. they mean something. That alone, just the attempt of any sort of attempt of reconciliation, that's that's comes from an honesty alone is the a huge it's probably 50 percent of the reconciliation process because you've communicated to them that the loss of that relationship means something well and, and let's face it mo- most of us walk around during the day and we feel like people don't acknowledge our full value i mean that's kind of our general Wake up in the morning, go to bed at night, no matter who you're dealing with. Over time, when you're in a bad mood, you know, we can sort of answer, why are you in a bad mood? I don't know. Well, you, you do know. The reason you're in a bad you're undervalued. You feel you don't feel appreciated overwhelmed. You don't feel significant. You That's don't, right. yeah, your, your significance hasn't been validated. I think a lot of us walk around believing that most people don't know who we are. That's right. And don't care to know who and we are. Let's, let's say that again. The people you're you're operating with and dealing with and seeing every day don't know you. For sure. Yeah, for sure. And and again, putting this in the context of what we deal with in terms of a business, the way you feel is, I mean, th- these are human aspects. You know, and and you and I had a little conversation too, and I, and we'll one day we'll do the show on business partnerships. Uh, I hope, <laughs> right? You know, we keep we keep saying we're going to do it. No, you keep saying it. I keep saying it. All right, maybe Joe want to do it, but you know, one one great thing about a partnership is you 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 begin to th- these things come to light, and you realize, look, we have people that work for us, and what do these people actually need out of us, right? In terms of relationship. In terms of, are, are, are we broken with these people, in fact? In their view, again, in our view, it may not be, hey, we give them a paycheck, right? Boom, check that box. We've, give, <laughs> we've given them everything we need in terms of definitely not true. You know, there's other things that they need. Uh, how, how are they seeing the relationship? Well, you, br- you brought up something that I hadn't thought about, which is I don't think reconciliation is, is always used in a completely broken relationship. This could be a relationship that is ongoing, that you think is operating fairly well. You probably would believe, I think we in all relationships understand there could be some things that are better. And 
So maybe we need to ask. Maybe we need to sit down and have some relationship maintenance mm. and be open and honest in, in our approach to ask what someone thinks about <laughs> that's, us. That's kind of a revolutionary concept that we would ask somebody. <laughs> right. and, believe, and, and, and I've done this and, and in, in, in an authentic way because I really want to know. I know I don't always get it right. And I always start, you know, I know I don't always get it right. I try hard. I need you to tell me where I'm missing it. Mm. Or am I missing it in, in uh, giving you enough praise? And, and I open the door up with some examples. Cause if you can give them examples, you're talking about your people that work for you, you know, is, is a good example here. If, if, if you want them to be comfortable to say something to you, then go ahead and open up the door with they some examples yeah. that you're willing to accept, but and make them harsh. Don't not give enough praise. Um, you know, do, do I do I not pay enough money? I mean, do I give you the support? Do you have the tools you need? I, I just I need you. I want to make you better, and and that starts with us having an open, and honest relationship. Well, so here you so you put your finger on the big disconnect between the business owner and the people that you employ to work uh, for you. And we have found this to be true, right? So uh, a few weeks ago, co- you know, a couple months ago, uh, we brought in a trainer. I guess you call him a trainer, a facilitator, yeah. um, a friend of Joe's. And man, it was over the top great. Uh, but we didn't have him on the show, by the way, at some point. We did. That was so beneficial for what we did. But it was kind of a, a, a team. We did a team meeting, everybody, all hands. And he he brought he took us through some exercises and, and that sort of thing. But as a part of that, well, it was just before, or just after that, but we we did ask, um, you know, our, our our folks, what what would you need? I think it was just after that because we felt like it was so beneficial. You know, do you need more of this or what do you need? And a lot of it was just very raw answers. And by the way, uh, different from most entrepreneurs and business owners, the answer wasn't more money. <laughs> I mean, by the way, you ask me what I need more, Joe. What do I need more? I need more money. Right. Okay. Most entrepreneurs, I need more money, money, more money, more money. will fix everything for your employees. They don't, they're not thinking necessarily. They're not seeing that business that they're working at the same as you are. Right. They're not. And, and so we got to be in tune with them. So, so maybe if we want to broaden the term reconciliation, where we initially used it more uh, from a broken relationship, if reconciliation means balance, you know, it's important to stay in tune with your people to to understand how you can even keep the balance. Because sometimes there's stuff going on with them you have no clue no, about. No, you wouldn't. And it's impacting your relationship with them, their relationship with customers. That's right. And you have no clue. Well, you better Because you're not dialed in. Especially if you have an employee that at some point was performing at a high level that no longer is. Yeah, certainly a change. You better yeah. believe that you need to pay attention and dig deep into what's out of balance there but you know to your point i mean if our accountant starts to balance the books and it's off by 10 bucks then it's off by 10 bucks the 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 work is not done you you go find that ten dollars you you go balance those books no matter how small and i i can i can definitely appreciate and i'm gonna say this use listen to your gut i think if you're a guy you say listen to your gut i think if you're a girl you say listen to your intuition but listen to your gut your intuition when you sense something's off, 
because it probably is. Probably is. It probably is. And that's the one you need to go talk to. Uh, all right, so let's go in. Let's get let's get a little bit more into the how here. How, what are some tools? What are some thoughts around how you can um, reconcile relationship? What, what what does it mean? And 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 what are the steps to do it? I, I brought in the expert. Hmm. You. <laughs> let's talk about it. Well, I mean, look, there's philosophy, which I definitely enjoy. And in fact, some may show our, say our show is a lot about So you're going to philosophy your way uh, to a reconciliation? You're, you're, you're just not going to do it that way. <laughs> I mean, if you could do it, if you could do it in the privacy of your own basement, I would give you the three steps. You're definitely not doing that. Uh, here's what you're doing. You are humbly, by the way, so I think humility becomes a big part of this conversation. Oh man, R- rewind about 10 episodes ago, we had a humility show. Did we talk show. about humility? A, oh, we had a humility Episode show. Episode 15 or something? It was a great show. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring it back up and listen to it again. Humility, baby. You're going to need a big old scoop of you humility are. You are. before you reach out. Because again, sometimes the reason you're not reaching out is you feel wronged. You know, And so um, either way, uh, you're going to acknowledge that you're wrong or, or you're going to say, hey, look, you know, the fact that I feel wrong is not going to uh, it's not going to prevent me from doing something, but reconciliation, the, the reality of it is, it's an act. It's not a thought. Um, so, you know, again, in a real tangible way, Joe, what, what does that look like? I mean, we're people. You know, there needs to be some breach of communication that takes place. Somebody needs to initiate some communication to me is step one. So in, in, the, in today's world, that might look like, you hadn't spoke to somebody in six months, send them a short text. Text message. Hey, been thinking about you. Hope you're doing well. Very simple. Or how you doing? Yep. Fa- right? Facebook Messenger, uh, DM, text message. Hey, you've been on my mind. How's the, how are things going? Absolutely. And by the way, we talk about expectations a lot. Have an expectation, especially if it's a very broken relationship or the, it's been a long time. Have an expectation that you might not get a response. And that's got to be okay, right? That's got to be okay. Part of reconciliation is really about you more than it is them. Sure it is. It's about recognizing that in order for you to break free from the baggage that this has created in your life, you got to make you got to take certain actions and 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 remove the expectations of the other side. That's the huge thing here. <laughs> Remove the expectations on the other that's, side. That, that, that's, that's the 401 class versus the 101 class. If, if, if you can decide, hey, look, I may reach out here. This person is probably going to reject me. They've been passively rejecting me now for years. So overtly, they may reject me by just not responding to me. Yeah, so how do we take that normally? We take offense to we it. We take offense to and it. And then we go, we, we, if, if we're not careful... Yeah, if we're not careful, we push that thing into further. Absolutely. It break. just it justifies me now not having any additional conversation. I'm the righteous one. I'm the one that reached out. Which and means it, you went into it with the wrong wrong, wrong approach, way. wrong wrong mentality. It's not what we're talking well, about. Well, well again, in, in our worldview here, there, there there's a God that pursues us actually. And again, you you and I discussed uh, a lot about this in terms of Part of the reason I feel that it's appropriate to do this, and I can actually feel, I use that word feel versus think, I'm a feel like I can do this, 
is we feel there's a God that pursued us in spite of us saying, no, no, we're not interested. Go away. We've got no interest in that. We're doing our own deal. And so when, when we kind of look at it that way, which is I'm the one that's forgiven, I'm the one actually that was pursued, um, it becomes easier to do the pursuing at that point. Yes. Now, that may look different for each relationship in terms of how you pursue somebody, but I think reconciliation to me is about you know, it's about an end game here. The end game is not, hey, I send you a text or I, I leave a voicemail and you don't call me back. Nah, that's not my end game is to be the righteous one that reached out. My end game is to reconcile with right, you. Right. And what that may require that may require a lot more of me than I'm than initially I thought. Right. That's right. Because you know, the other side, you don't you don't know what you're dealing with. You have no clue. In fact, you may come at at them. And their response is, what are you talking about? That's right. Well, it's still the right thing to say. You know what? I feel like that in, in XYZ, uh, you know, situation, I treated you unfairly. That's right. And I don't know how you felt about it. I, it's been burning me. And I just want to tell you, I'm sorry. It's not how I meant to do business with you. And when you, when you leave that up, even if they didn't even feel it to be the case, boy, that releases you. And it sort of, for them, you just put some credits in the in, on the other side, and they're like, "Wow, well, well, I, I can see where, yeah, yeah." Now that I think about it, I didn't feel all that great about it, but man, well, that's that's super cool that he, you know, thought enough of me to give me that. Well, let, let's acknowledge, hey, this doesn't happen very often. No, that, we're talking about it. That that there's that there's probably a number of people that this person is estranged from. Um, and, and again, let's let's draw it back to what we do for a living. I mean, it wasn't a week ago. In fact, it was Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, that I found myself on the phone with a customer of ours trying to reconcile. Mm. Now, when I heard this customer in full. What do we do? <laughs> well, never course, mind. Never uh, mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, of course, it's that of which we will not speak. <laughs> But when I heard the full case, me being a kind of an insider, a business insider into what he's actually talking about, and he's a novice into what he's talking about, I knew that we didn't have a lot of ownership over what he was talking about. But nevertheless, I mean, he was injured by what happened, right, in his mind. So you kind of got to meet people mm. where they're at. Well, right? you're, you're going into a, another podcast we can't talk a lot about. You're talking about perception. Oh, man. Which can be and probably is different than reality. Are, are you saying it's not reality every time? I'm saying in that guy's mind it is. <laughs> you better you doesn't make it. doesn't make, make it be oh, so. Man. But, hey, listen, I've had a lot of conversations with people around this right here. It doesn't matter it doesn't what matter. you think is true and right. If your job is to reconcile or to get them at peace you're not going to change if you know 50 years if they're 50 years 50 years mm -hmm. of their life and how they think about stuff that's right and if you're trying to do that you ain't reconciling well and, and but what you can do is recognize and listen to them part of reconciliation is when you when you give away your your forgiveness or your your you are you're giving you're you're, forg you're forgiving yourself and them mm -hmm. when you're forgiving. By the way, it's not just them, but you're you're empowering 
um, them to 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 accept it in the perceived way that they have. If they don't per- receive it in the perceived way that they see the situation, then then you've come and left field with them. Yeah, you're you're trying to convince them of something. That's else. right. And you're not, you're not really reconciled. And, 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 you know, again, from a business perspective, um, again, some people may say this is self. I, I call it business. Um, when we say business, though, what do we really mean? We mean doing something effective. That's, that's what we really mean. So, so what's effective to do in relationships is to meet people where they're at, not meet them where the logic that's meets right. them. Absolutely. You're, you're, you're giving up. There's on a result logic. here that oftentimes gets lost in the approach. That's right. The approach needs to modify to get the result. Now, the result is not to get somebody slobbering all over me saying they love me again. No. The result is to be honestly in earnest with, with because reconciliation means balance. So it is about, even in the act of reconciliation, in the I'm sorry, in the reach out, if it, if it requires you to reach out a hundred times before you get that first response, well, well, the, that is the balance that had to be created in their that's mind the exactly to get right. the, the response, yeah, right? exactly right. It's e- not about what you think. Evidently, it's about what they think. Evidently, there was more of a deficit than you perceived. That's right. And so you got to keep digging in until you put enough credits in that column and that, that deal is 100% balanced. That's right. So we brought up the idea of, of forgiveness, and I think we explore that a little bit. Um, well, first I want to say before that, that, that all this takes sacrifice. You got to know in, go in with the expectation that you're sacrificially exposing yourself to a possible real rejection. For sure. Which means you don't need to place the expectation on that this is going to go well. Okay. The expectation needs to be placed that I get no response. I get a poor response. I get a retaliatory response. Yeah. That needs to be the expectation. You, you got you to be okay with that. And I think, and it kind of going back to the other point too, but I think it goes together. Most people, I think if you think about it, most people in your interactions, be it your customer, be it your family, be it whoever the human is, there's already a deficit in value as we discussed. So when I talk to an angry customer who's mad and I should have got this or whatever, or when I talk to uh, an ang- angry family member who's mad, if I can put the pr- if I can put it in the proper perspective in the moment is when I win and and I don't always do that. I mean, more times than not, frankly, I don't do that. It's easier to do with business for some reason than it is personally here. Sure. But the understanding, the backdrop is, oh, wait a minute. I mean, how many times have you talked to the angry customer and you realize there's a really irrational conversation taking place? Not that we don't do things wrong, but a lot. Of, and you realize, wait a minute, they're bringing in, this person's getting a divorce. If I listen, if I pay attention, this person is feeling, uh, this person lost their job. This person is sick. They have a diagnosis. This conversation is actually about something other than what we're talking about. That's right. Right? So, I mean, I think that awareness in terms of what we're discussing kind of helps you take the, uh, the pain out of, hey, this person's rejecting me. They're not always rejecting you. Well, in fact, most of the time, they're not. They're not. They're bringing all of their book of emotions from all places and that's being built into that's right. this issue. Uh, and you have to deal with that. If the balance means you're having to balance out the fact that they're getting it hard from another place in order for you to get through, 
That's part of it. Part of reconciliation is well, maybe maybe you need to to re redivert here and figure out how you can help them. Maybe reconciliation in this relationship is you helping them with another. Sure. I mean, you just never know. You, you got maybe it, at, at the end of the day, it's me making sure that you know before we hang the phone up or we leave the lunch or whatever it is. It's it's you, me making sure you know. I don't. I understand all this other stuff's going on, but I I value you on a level that you believe you should be valued, right? And if if you can accept the fact that you know what. I really do appreciate and value you on the level that you perceive you should be valued. A lot of that other stuff, it's amazing in these conversations. Can you, can you give me a, an kind of actual example away. versus you gave me, if you told it to me in that way, I would be like, oh, what the hell is he talking about? Well, I mean, I'll, I'll go back. <laughs> Dude, I'm the, I'm the guy that's broke. Get, I'll go, back go straight. To the, yeah, yeah. Do it like I'm the guy. I'll go back to the angry customer because I, this is. What's I, I'm running. talking about just give me the example in yeah, real well, life. This is what's going through my mind though when I, when I think about this. Is this person's talking to me and I, no, I'm talking to you. I'm here. Well, you need to be the. Angry. I'm upset are you at upset? your company. What are you for the crap about? work that you do? Hell, well, what's wrong with you? I ain't getting no statement, getting no money. <laughs> Golly, well, y'all even give a rip? Here, here's it's what ridiculous. I, here, here, here's kind of how I would perceive that. Here, I'm here's, leaving. Here's sort of how we perceive that, which is, let's go to the real world example. This individual wanted his house back on a certain day, <laughs> right? It's not you. It's are not you rejecting you. me? I'm rejecting you right now. Personally, I'm rejecting you. This, this guy wanted his house back. The tenant wasn't out of his house. I can't make the tenant get out of this guy's house. So the question is, why not? The tenant was going to get out, was saying they're going to act like two days later. It was the whole world that they weren't out of his house now versus 48 hours. I, I agree with the guy, by the way. Well, the question becomes why? Because why, why do you need the house Monday versus Wednesday so bad, right? Well, come to find out, this guy was scared to have a guy in his house post-election. This guy. He was wanted a soul. This guy was scared to death about the election. <laughs> I mean, this is true. And who knows, right or wrong. But in his mind... 48 hours was the biggest deal, and, and, and we need to do something right now, which we can't do anything right now. So what worked in terms of reconciling with that guy? And let's face it, business owner, what, what kept him off Google <laughs> and telling everybody? I hope he's not listening to the he's show. He's a one story. You know what? He, <laughs> he, he can listen to the show right now because we're all good. <sighs> what he needed to hear was, I appreciate that. I understand. I get why you feel the way that you feel. And here's what I'm going to do about it. It may not result, by the way, it may, which by the way it did, but it may not result in you getting the outcome that you want. But you need to know that I get it and I'm going to pursue the outcome that you want because I, in fact, you've employed me to be on your side. So I'm going to be on your side. The reason you're all angry is you feel like I'm not on your side. And I've done a poor job in communicating that to you. So let, right. me, let me do a better job. In letting, so I think, that ends huge. Up, I think that ends up being a part of the, all That's these That's huge in business. People want to feel heard, and they want to know that they have a trusted partner that's right to help them through this and when they feel like that that any part of the, of the interaction 
didn't feel like they had that trusted partner and 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 they have a a known outcome they're looking for right now because in this case he had a time sensitive outcome he's trying to get then and and then he so what 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 did he actually just happen is he couldn't control the situation he that's felt right. like he was out of control that's exactly and right. he didn't have a partner that would help him and that's exactly right that's what happened he he didn't have an ad he he had paid for an advocate yeah he didn't have an advocate and now he did have an advocate but in his mind he didn't but in his mind he didn't and so sometimes you know a lot of times we're dealing with that disconnect in terms that we talked about earlier. Well, what is reality versus well I, I think it's huge you, you cannot go into a reconciliation with a with a with a definitive outcome and a definitive result you have to go in with a little bit of a. This is what we do as business people, anyway. Is we we adjust and shift and 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 and, and become malleable in any given situation to get yeah. the to get the kind of result we're looking for because it, it it's unknown and people's emotions are very unknown and so if if I, and I would say if you're broken and too hurt yourself, maybe you need to wait a little bit before you try to go do this. Because then you'll bring the wrong energy to the part to the reconciliation you're trying to create. Because yeah. you you'll start going, well, you you you. Yeah. And, and 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 this has to be a complete. What I'm bringing to the table and saying what I I'm laying all out saying. I messed up here, mm. and, and 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 I'm sorry, mm. and and it might be that your your mess up was. One percent, and their mess up was ninety nine percent. It didn't matter if 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 the if the object here, and we're, what we're saying is the object needs to be to reconcile. I mean, God calls us to reconcile. That's right. The whole gospel is a reconciliation. That's right. And so we know that when we when we reconcile, we reconcile authentically, which means it's about them and not about you. Then ultimately, it will actually be about you because. You are you become more healed when you serve others. I think whenever you're doing the right thing, and the right thing is to reconcile. Again, overwhelmingly, the right thing is for you to do your part, for you to pursue reconciliation. I mean, I think there's a gift to that. I mean, we, we, we've talked about that today in terms of individual relationships we've dealt with. There is a gift back to that. And, and by the way, there's, there's also kind of a, kind of an asterisk to all this, which is once the relationship is reconciled, the relationship often is stronger than it was before. I mean, the the idea that I was at odds with another person and, and, and we weren't talking or I was angry or I've made a new enemy that used to be a friend, and now I'm on the other side of that continuum and this person is a friend again. They're talking to me again. I'm telling you the the, the 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 idea that we are stronger than before, and, and again I keep going, man. I know I keep going back to it, but how many customers have you had over the years that called you? They were angry, and by the time you got off the phone with them, you had reached a new level of understanding about who they were, what they wanted, what they needed from you, and they hung up and they felt like, man, Joe's got this whole thing. Oh, absolutely. I mean it. We, we are, in, as a small business owner, we are in the business of relationships. And reconciliation is a huge part of relationships. So what I'm going to tell you is you want to free yourself up for 
I'm not going to say financial growth, but just, just growth inside of your organization. Understand that relationships are, are primary and the reconciliation thereof is primary. And don't wait until it's broken. Uh, I think the previous point of if it's 10% off, it's, it needs to be reconciled by 10% uh, before it, because 10% turns into 15 and 20 and 30, you know, and then, then, then you got a big problem. So don't, don't always wait until it's completely ice cold. Reconciliation can take place, you know, whenever, whenever it's out of balance. And listen, there's hundreds of verses in the Bible that, that talk about forgive, forgive others. And what I love about that is forgive others. You're, you're, Despite the situation, you're making it about them. But the interesting thing about that is it, it, it always comes back on you. Like the, what you get out of forgiving others is massively huge for you, but you're not doing it for that reason. But that's what ends up happening. Right. And, and it certainly doesn't mean forget the lesson learned. No. I mean, you know, the idea that you've been wronged in some way, that somebody's stolen from your business or somebody you know, didn't do the job for you. That's, uh, that's not what we're saying at all. I mean, that, that, that goes in the category of, Hey, you know, you've, you've learned a lesson here and you're course correcting and you're doing things differently, but the forgiveness is separate from that. So in a, a classic ending that we hadn't done in a couple of episodes, Are you ready? as the man thinketh, I, I wonder if you can open the book, Without looking, and, and, and it just so happens that what you read has something to do with reconciliation. Is, <laughs> well, that, is that possible? I mean, it uh, very well could happen. I'm just going to pick a page. James Allen, as the man thinketh, go. A strong man cannot help a weaker unless that weaker is willing to be helped. And even then, the weak man must become strong of himself. He must, by his own efforts, develop the strength which he admires in the other, none but himself can alter his condition. Yeah, I wouldn't say that you, I wouldn't say that you found the right verse for reconciliation <laughs> well, I was or, or the right page, but it had some good power in there. It's power. Well, it's basically saying if you, if you're the one that that feels like, you know, if 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 you're the non-alpha. And you're the one feeling kind of small in a relationship. Rise up. Rise up in that relationship. Maybe that does flow here. Rise up because ultimately it's on you. You can't, uh, listen, I like this because as the guy who's reconciling, what does that mean? That means that it doesn't matter whose fault it is. It doesn't matter who has the power or the control. It is on the onus is on you. I think it's directly in reconciliation. Joe, I'm gonna repeat I'm gonna repeat the first sentence. A strong man cannot help a weaker unless the weaker is willing to be helped. Now, for the person that you're trying to reconcile with, now if we if we put ourselves in their shoes, hey now. They gotta want. They gotta want it. 
No, they, they can't. They can't be helped. They can't. You might be helped. Your start to the reconciliation cannot be, be because they can necessarily handle it. They it may take years to actually reconcile, but your decision to begin. Not your decision. Their their version of being helped by your decision to begin. I agree. Is up to them. I agree with that. James Allen, as a man thinketh. All right, we're going to sign them on out here. We got the truth. We got the truth. We got the truth. A small business. We got the truth. We got the truth. More than you know. We got the big truths of small business. Sponsored by Yes, I Rent. Yes, I Rent. Yes, I Rent Property Management. We place good tents and collect your rent. Maintain your properties and account for it. Truth. We got the truth. We got the truths. We got the big truths. A small business sponsored by SIREN. Follow us, like us, give us five stars. We'll see you next week.